Yo. <laughs> Let me move this closer. That last one was a bit drained out. I right. move this right. Oh, I just took a screenshot. All right, move this right there. Oh, what's going on? I'm doing this again. <laughs> I'm doing this again. And this is probably going to be a shorter one because I don't have that much to say. But there was something that I wanted to speak on that uh, that a lot of people probably don't want to talk about. And um, something that I've tried to avoid for the longest time, really, something that I've tried to move away from for as long, like for the longest. And in all honesty, uh, I'm still reading my Bible. I'm still becoming versed in topics such as these. I'm not the most educated on this. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to try and speak from my perspective primarily, but, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the extent of it. Uh, I want to talk about secular music, secular music and the effect of secular music, the effect of secular music can have specifically on impressionable youth on kids now first of all what exactly does secular mean i'm gonna do a bit of a <laughs> this is off the cuff is it still going yeah it's still going let's see if i can see if i can do this as fast as possible secular secular denoting attitudes activities or other things that have no religious or spiritual basis Okay, that's your basic definition of secular. And obviously secular music is music within that context. Um, secular music is basically music that is not rooted in Christ. It's music that um, that does not preach or spread God's word. And it's music that does not build your relationship in God with God and and everything that we do we should be trying to build our relationship with God because everything that we should that we do should be rooted in Christ now I will admit this myself um I have not in fact (laughs) (laughs) I have a playlist like most people of over 800 songs over 800 songs, a playlist that I've built over the course of the last five years that is filled to the brim with secular music. So, so much secular music preaching about murder and killing and violence and sex and drugs and all of that. All that type of degenerate based activity. And for years, I told myself, okay. Just like I am not my thoughts, I am not what I expose myself to. I've always prided myself on that, that I am not um, just like everybody else. And that might sound like a weird mindset to have, but I, I guess I could say, like, there's enough about me to separate myself from, like, someone who just consumes what is put in front of them. I guess I'd say I'm more picky. I'm more picky. I can use a food analogy. Most people, whatever they're served, they eat. 
I'm just more picky. Like, I won't eat this, but I'll eat that. And that's how I pertain to, um, like, that. Like, I, I won't indulge in this, but I'll indulge in that. Disregarding all of that is <laughs> kind of crazy to see just how ignorant I am and how much I don't understand that these have an effect on me that I do not see, that I do not understand. Because it has that effect on everybody. Because as kids, especially as kids, we're all impressionable. We're all children. And we are what we're exposed to. We're a product of our environment. We are what we see and we are what we see be done. So what we, expo- what, what we expose our, ourselves to has an effect on us, whether we want to admit it or not. There was um, a point in time where I like I was I wouldn't go as far as to say that I was pure, but I was pure, and that wasn't for a significant portion of my life. I t- I'd say it wasn't until I was about eight, because I was born in two thousand seven. The internet is has been on the rise since the early nineties, even the late eighties. So. So, like, it's hard for me to really avoid some of these things. My parents did a good job. I wasn't allowed to be on the internet until I was, like, I wasn't allowed to be on YouTube until I was 11. I wasn't allowed to be on Snapchat until I was 13. I wasn't allowed to be on uh, Instagram until I was 16. I turned 16, like, three months ago or whatever it was. And still can't be on Twitter. Still can't be on Facebook. My parents are doing a pretty good job. But regardless, um, there's some things that slip through the cracks. And one of those things has been music and uh, the content that I expose myself to, just as a little off topic. Um, music. Music. I'm going to be honest. I love music. I love music so much. So much. I love everything about music. I love the creativity of certain artists. I love producers. I love producing. Like I, I, I can't lie. I, I, there was there was a point in my life where I wanted to be a producer. <laughs> and and I love I love making music too. Not to uh, not to like that degree, but I love kind of just like putting little rhymes together and like it's fun. Making music is fun. It's, it racks your brain if you're really thinking on it. And freestyling is a completely different story. Like you can like if you just close your eyes and just go. And especially if you're doing it with friends, it can be so much fun. Music, I love everything about music, especially rap. But as I indulge myself closer to God, I realized that it's not good for my relationship with God. It's not. It's it's not something that I can continue to do so long as I want to build a closer relationship to God because in the Bible it says I I couldn't get a scripture for you specifically but it says not this is more of a denotation it's more paraphrasing anything that is stopping you from furthering your connection to God should be eliminated so is anything 
that's specifically that's specifically referring to what you expose yourself to and what you do that's what you do is a completely different story but what you expose yourself to can be so important because god is always with you a lot of people forget god is always with you he sees you he hears you he knows what you're doing he knows what you're looking at he sees he sees everything that you do there's no hiding from god there's nothing to be hidden from god so if you sit down and you're listening to j cole for example j cole preaches preaches positivity for the most part he preaches um all like some of the best values that can be shared and exhibited on like within the world he preaches stuff about he, he preaches he talks about real stuff like real real stuff that people can really resonate with he preaches positive messages more fit like morally he can make someone a better person definitely but does that mean his music is not secular no because for two reasons for two reasons specifically because for one j cole preaches positivity based on this mortal coil based on what's happening in on earth he preaches physical and mental um positivity and like it's stuff of that nature he doesn't preach anything spiritually in terms of building a closer relationship to god maybe a sl- maybe a, a sly reference to god and his faith but not really and that can also be seen in number two his delivery jacob curses a lot curses a lot he curses a lot he curses more than probably your average rapper curses a lot like a lot a lot to the extent where regardless of what he's talking about if your parents came into your room and you were playing j cole you'd probably turn it off because he he curses a lot and cursing naturally is not a godly thing to do it's not christian at all that's we shouldn't be cursing at all like in this there's no workarounds for cursing even there's no we shouldn't be like saying those words there's obviously um there's times where we slip up nobody's perfect but especially to that extent yeah it's just not it shouldn't be cursing at all so secular music is anything that can disparage your connection with god all of that language being presented in a manner that is considered positive you might think oh that language is that language is fine then because he's preaching positive messages and those with more self-awareness would be like oh that language isn't good but what he's saying is good i can just take the good with the bad and try not to integrate the bad into my life it's not how it works if one part of it is secular then it's all secular that's how if one part of it is bad then all of it is bad that's how secularity works because secular music there's there's no workaround with it i've tried i've tried my hardest to find a workaround for secular music there's somebody um who died 2019 
December 8th, 2019. Goes by the name of Juice World. Juice World, um, from the outside looking in, probably the most secular of secular rappers there is. He talked about drugs primarily, woman killing, all that type of jazz, and like there, like there was no work. There were like from the outside looking in, there's no workarounds. There's nothing that you can say to be like, okay. You could take this as a good thing, but when you're on, when you're in the inside, you could be like, "Oh, it's all down to interpretation," because Juice were pre Juice were talked about all these negative things and how they influenced his life, how they influenced his life and how much he struggled with them, and those struggles are what people can resonate with because they can be like, "Oh, I'm going through the same thing." And that's how people really identified with the Juice World while he was here, and they used, they used, um, what he said to be like, okay, this is what happened to him. Let let me not let's not have this happen to me. I don't want this to happen to me. But that's just not how it works because whatever you consume is what you consume. You can interpret it in a different way. But whatever you consume is what you consume. Juice's whole mantra was 999. 666 is negative. He took something negative and he turned it into something positive. He literally flipped it on his side. 999. So many people to this day jack 999. Because they're taking something negative. Something innately negative. Something something innately negative. Rap music. Innately negative. Drugs. Innately negative. And you're turning it into something positive, something that can be used as a force for good. Now, in that context, you could be like, oh, that it's not secular, but it is. It is. That's a workaround that I used for years. But it, it is. It just is. There are no workarounds for secular music. An example that I literally use today in church and that um, um, another person used for me was let's say I was sitting in church. Let's say I was sitting not in like not in any anywhere, and I was listening to J Cole, and God was sat right beside me, and He was listening with me. Would I keep playing the music? Probably not. I'd probably either be pausing it, or I'd be skipping around a bunch. Let's say I was watching a movie, a movie that doesn't promote the most uh like, um, Christian values, or a movie that. Has some good, but also has some bad in it too. Would would I be? And I was watching it with God. I'd probably be skipping around, probably be uh, getting cutting to one point in particular and be like, "This is this movie, God. Like this is really the movie that we watching right now." And then pause it, skip to another part. God, this is really that movie. Like this is the movie we're watching right now. Like, nah, <laughs> nah. Nah, that's not how. If if one if one part of it is bad, then the rest of it is bad. And to this this is not to say that people who listen to secular music are bad. Obviously not. If I can get this, uh, if I can pull off this analogy, I'll be so proud of myself. This, if I can uh say this properly. 
Um, I believe the verse was Matthew chapter 5, verse 27 to 28 or 29. It says, uh, if, one, if your left eye is evil, it cast it out. For it is better to lose the left eye than for your entire body to be cast into hell. I don't want to diminish secular music to just one aspect of my personality because it, it's a huge aspect of my personality. It is, it is molded who I am for good and for bad. But at the end of the day, it is one aspect of my personality. It's not doesn't define who I am. It's a part of who I am. So if I let go of that, it's better for me to let go of that than to give my entire body. If you know what I'm trying to say, you know? Like, and like, this is not to say that for some people, giving up secular music is easy. Because, oh, okay, I didn't really listen to that much music anyways. Or, oh, like, I like I don't really like the, the, the stuff that they're saying, like. And it's different for everyone. For me, I look at stuff like nudity and things like that. And I'm like, bro, that's gross. Like, I like I don't want to indulge in that at all. Like, and, I, and so it's easy for me to be like, move to the side. I look at horror movies. Oh, that's, bro, that's, that's scary. Is that like, like, especially for me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a scary guy. Like, I'm scared of that type of stuff, bro. I'm not going to, I'm not sitting and watching a horror movie. So, because I don't enjoy it. Okay, it's easy for me to move away like this. This, but while for secular music, we're trying to find all these workarounds, and I feel like this is a universal thing because everybody listens to secular music. I was in church today. My pastor was preaching about secular music, and somebody asked. They asked him what constitutes secular music. He, she asked, "Can you give me a list of artists that I can't listen to?" You can come to that conclusion yourself. You can come to that conclusion. You know any music that does not preach the word of God. Broken bro, broken down to its core, that is what secular music is. Now, there's secular music and then there's devil worshiping music. There's music like that. There's definitely a spectrum of secular music. But regardless, every part of that spectrum, there's a color spectrum, right? Where there's reds. There's blues, there's yellows, there's greens, and all that. Every spectrum, every part of the spectrum of secular music is black. There's no shades of gray. There's no yellows or reds or blues. It's all black. And this is something that's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable. But we, if we want to grow our connection to God, we can't keep listening to secular music. Because what we expose ourselves to is a lot of the time what we then integrate into our lives. This is why when we expose ourselves to the word of God, we begin to integrate it into our lives. That doesn't just work for God. It works for everything. So we can't continue to preach and work and glorify the Lord and the word of God while continuing to also divulge in secular music. Now... I now to to kind of like not give people too many worry 
uh, too much worry, I should say. Uh, it's a gradual process. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not that you should go and delete your entire playlist. Like, bro, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not. I'll tell you this right now. I'm not doing that. And even me, I'm not perfect. I got a long ways to go. Even me, there, I still find myself listen, listening to secular music. Pretty often, even. I got to be honest with myself. I like. It's hard, especially when music plays such a pivotal role in who I am. But I say it's a gradual process because God, the way that God works is God wants you to grow closer to him. He doesn't want you to be uncomfortable. (laughs) He understands that it'll be difficult, but if you just drop it and just rid yourself of it completely, despite the fact that you want to listen to it, then you're just uncomfortable. You're just, you're just ridding yourself of something that you want to do. And this is not, I don't see secular music as lust. Maybe it is, again, I'm not the most knowledgeable on a topic like this, but it's not like lust where um, you want to indulge in this, but you know that you shouldn't. Because that action is not rooted in the word of God. I don't think this is like lust where you just drop everything. I think as you grow closer to God and as you become more indulged in God's word and God's practices, as you read your Bible more, as you pray more, as you talk to God more, secular music will seem like a thing of the past. It will seem like it's something that won't even, it's a tree that will not even bear fruit anymore. It'll be a tree that is dry. It'll be something that you don't even want to listen to anymore. And I'm trying to get to that point where it's not that it's, oh, it's something that I don't even like. It's something that like I want to listen to, but I know that I can't. It's something that I want to get to a point where like, I don't even feel the urge to, to like, oh, new, people are like, oh, that, that, that new Uzi album is out. And I don't even acknowledge it. Again, it's different for different people. For some people, it's going to be easy to just stop. For other people, it's going to take a long time. Years even. And a lot of people think about it and they're like, man, no more Drake, no more Kanye, no more um, J. Cole, no more Kendrick Lamar, no more Brent Fires, no more Frank Ocean, no more Bryson Tiller. And this is not to disparage those people's talents. These people are so talented. But what they're doing is not rooted in Christ. So we can acknowledge that they're talented. We can acknowledge that they that most most of them have made it. But have they made it the right way? Really? Like, think about it. Have they made it the right way? Our goal here on earth. A lot of people talk about uh, goals on earth. I feel like we have a lot of goals. We have, we have, first of all, um, I feel like the best way to live life is to find your own way to enjoy it. But regardless, I feel like our one of our goals here. Is to bring more people towards God. Is to 
preach the gospel, indulge ourselves in the gospel and use that knowledge to bring as many people as we can towards that gospel. I feel like that's what God put us here to do because I feel like we're going to be in heaven one day. We're going to be um, up at the gates and God is going to ask us. He's going to be like, show me what you've done. And a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I won this. Uh, I won this soccer game. Um, uh, a lot of these rappers are going to be like, oh, I went diamond. A lot of a lot of a lot of us are going to list off our accolades. I made I made distinction. I, I made the honor roll, this, that, and the third. And God is going to look at you. He's going to be like, what? Show me what you've done. How many people have you brought towards God? How many lives have you saved? And a lot of us are going to have nothing. A lot of us are going to have nothing. Now, to uh, move towards the conclusion a little bit. Uh, yeah, secular music. Um, something that we should all not at not be... I wouldn't say, it's, yeah, something we should be trying to move away from, something that we shouldn't just throw, like, throw ourselves away from, but something that we should be ready and willing to move ourselves away from if we plan to build our connection to God. If you don't believe in God, if you don't uh, pl- plan to, plan to uh, build your connection with God, then by all means, do whatever you want. That's a bit contradictory because God brought me here to shift heads, not to keep them stagnant. But regardless, um, if you are truly rooted in your beliefs rather than the word of the Lord and the word of the gospel, then by all means, you do you. Because I know that the one above is watching out for me, just like he's watching out for you. Regardless of whether you believe in him or not, he's watching out for you. And um, if you plan to neglect him, if you plan to move away from him, then by all means, when we go to heaven, by all means, when we go to heaven, that's all I can really say. By all means, when we go to heaven. When we go to heaven. When we go to heaven. I'm going I'm to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, how long has it been? It's uh, a cooler one. 27 minutes. Okay. Um, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for for sticking around. If you did stick around, I know a lot of people don't like to watch these. Especially that, the last one, 45 minutes, is kind of crazy. Especially for one that's just about me. But I feel like I tackled something a bit more important. It's uh, a truth that a lot of us don't want to admit. A lot of something, saying something that a lot of people don't want to hear will always come with a bit of controversy. But I feel like I don't really, I'm not really saying anything that people don't already know. It's just more so something that people don't want to come to terms with because it's too hard of a pill for them to swallow. 
And I'm still in the process of swallowing that pill. Because I just started on this journey. I have no idea when or if I'll get to that conclusion. But by the grace of God, I'll be able to do it. By the grace of God, I'll be able to do it. Whatever you're doing in your life, I pray that in your endeavors, you'll be successful. And whatever you do, spread the word of God. Spread love. Spread hope. Spread worship. Hope you're happy. Hope you're healthy. Hope you got whatever you got going on. And all that type of, you know what I'm saying? I'll be doing good. I'm doing good. Doing a lot better. Once.